Welcome to the Mystic Access Podcast, where the magic is in learning. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Mystic Access Podcast. She's Kim. He's Chris. And we have something exciting to talk about today. We do. We also have some announcements, and we're sorry that it's taken us so long to get a new podcast out to you guys. However, we have been busy, busy little bees over here at Mystic Access and have a lot of really interesting things in the pipeline that we're very anxious to share with you. First thing before Chris goes into the main part of this podcast, we want to let you know that we will be appearing on Tech Talk on October 17th. So that's a couple weeks away still, and we wanted to let you know that that is something that is going to be coming up. So if you would like to come check out what we are all about and what's going on with us currently, then please feel free to come check us out that night. It's always good fun, and I'm sure there will be some good questions, and we can answer any questions you have about what we offer or what we're doing or whatever. So come hang out with us if you'd like to do that. That is October 17th at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, and I'm not sure what it is, UTC. Yeah, you'll have to look that up and, and find out. I think it's about five or six hours earlier than Eastern, but don't quote me on that. <laughs> Definitely come hang out with us, and you can get there by going to AccessibleWorld.org. You can find us through there. And right after Tech Talk, the Thursday after our Tech Talk appearance, there are some cool new goodies coming out from our friends at Amazon, including new generation Echo Dots, <laughs> or Alexa Dots, however you want to refer to them. I'm terribly excited about that because I've wanted an, a Dot ever since the Dot came out for the first gen. So now that the next gen is coming out, I've got a white one on pre-order, and I'm anxious to get it. Also, by the end of October, the Dots will be available for our friends in the UK and Germany. Definitely lots of cool things happening in that world. So if you've wanted to... Check out one of the Alexa products for a really good deal. The dots are 50 bucks, and you'll pay whatever tax and shipping you generally pay for such things when you order from Amazon. It's a really economical way to check out one of these products, and they do all the same stuff that the big sister Echoes do and the taps do. I'm quite excited about getting my new Dodge. <laughs> I think it's going to be fun. The thing about the Echoes is it's the Alexa voice service. And, and everything's in the cloud. <laughs> that means that... If you have an Echo Dot or a Tap or the big you Echo, no. <laughs> see how see how she can respond to you. <laughs> we weren't expecting that. <laughs> you can't say the A word. <laughs> we can't talk about her. She'll try order stuff for us. Anything that is connected to the voice service works the same, regardless of the hardware itself. Also, too, I just learned that the big Echo is coming out in white. So Yay! If you, if you have a black Echo and you wanted a white Echo or whatever, or if you were considering a second Echo, you could just get a white one if you so choose to. Yeah, and you can just tell her, order a white Echo, and she'll do it for you. <laughs> and if you have a voice code, obviously you'll have to tell her what that is before she places your order. 
but you can do it directly from her. That's how I got my dot, directly through her. We're looking forward to that. And the new Amazon Fire Sticks with the Alexa voice... Voice service. Voice service is coming out as well on the 20th of October. We're looking forward to those. And, and you might see some Mystic Access-related something or other coming out in terms of that by the end of the year. So definitely keep your eyes and ears peeled to this space because we have so much going on. I don't really know which end is up lately, but... Lots of good stuff happening, and <clears throat> that might be something that uh, appears. Now, on to the meat of the podcast. When I was He has at- a new toy. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> when I was at ACB, I did not have a talking watch because literally the dog ate the last one. Yes, that really happened. I, I'm here to witness and prove that it did actually occur. <laughs> it was one of those watches that was a one-button watch, and you could flip between a male and female voice, and I really liked it. <laughs> of course you did. But I didn't like the teeth marks that <laughs> became of it. <laughs> yeah. And I had that watch probably about a year, year and a half ago, and I didn't really have a watch, so there's really no need in my everyday life to actually have a watch but when i went to the acb convention i kind of missed having a watch on the wrist because you don't have to pull your phone out to check the time and that's a little more conspicuous than having something on your wrist at the same time i know you didn't really want to be obnoxious and have a huge loud obnoxious chime that went off at the beginning of every hour and you know hearing all this sound associated with your watch and all this volume so i know you were kind of picky when you went into searching for something new yes i also was looking for well when i went to look for a watch i was just looking for a watch i wanted something nice i didn't want something that wasn't going to look professional well i didn't want one of those dirty nasty plastic plastic right you have that too yeah like the 12 dollar plastic yeah. watch that you know looks would like, work it work for a month well maybe. but it looked like you got it out of a cereal box well yeah absolutely <laughs> if they even do still put things in uh, cereal i have boxes. no yeah not in my latest cereal boxes no right mine neither yeah. so the watch that i had found you can check it out on the website timechant.com t-i-m-e-c-h-a-n-t.com And this watch has hands. I didn't really want hands because I didn't want the batteries to die. Once the batteries die, your hands can become unsynchronized. So the speech will say it's 3.53 p.m. and your hands will say it's 11.45 a.m. I had that happen once with a watch that I got from Cobalt. I was on the bus and some nice gentleman said, you know, your watch is wrong. And I just thanked him and went on my way because to me, the watch was right. So I didn't want hands because of the whole synchronized issue when the batteries died. This particular watch does have hands, but this particular watch has solar charging. So this is a solar charging atomic talking watch that works in the U.S., Canada, Germany, and Japan. So it understands those frequencies, and it will update itself Every day at 3 in the morning if you put it near the window. I've actually had it on the second floor, just on a nightstand, not really near a window, and it has updated. And here is what it sounds like. That is the top button on the right. This watch has four buttons. 
two you can press and two you need something small to press to get them to work those are obviously settings buttons so this is the s1 button or the two o'clock button then you have a five o'clock button those you can definitely feel then on the left side you have two holes those are buttons you have a 10 o'clock and an eight o'clock if you press the first button on the top right once you get the time if you press it again so it tells me the time for the day was updated so it is synchronized so if i hit the button below the five o'clock button you get the date so if i hit that button again you will hear three beeps that tells me that the battery is full so if you hear two beeps the battery is lower and if you hear one beep you want to charge it the watch itself can run in total darkness for six months on one charge so you can put it in the window to charge it and it can charge via ambient light but one of the cool things is this watch came with a usb solar charging dock and you plug that into the USB port on a computer or plug it into the wall. And then you take your watch and you put it face down and you let it charge for overnight and your watch now has batteries. So as long as you charge your watch, say every three to four months, if you think about it, then your battery should not die. In order to change settings, you press the eight o'clock button. And I'm just pressing it again. I don't think we'll change that. That's how you can set the time manually. That's how you can align the hands. And that's the alarm, so we will set the alarm, or at least attempt to. I'm doing this with a toothpick, and I think you have to do it within a certain amount of time or it resets. So it says alarm is off, so if I press that again. So it's saying press 2 o'clock button to set hour, press 4 o'clock button to set minute. So the 4 o'clock button is what I thought was a 5 o'clock, but it's 4. And you have to do it quick. You can't take time to explain. <laughs> So in a couple seconds, we'll get to hear your alarm. If I can get this button pressed. 
I like that. So it just confirmed it, and we will see what happens. Let's see. So in about three minutes. <laughs> but I well, meantime, you can tell us more about the watch. Like I, I assume it's a man's watch, or is. can it be sex? It probably can be unisex. It has a expansion band, which I like. I don't like the leather band with the clips. And it also looks, from a visual standpoint, it looks very professional. Mm-hmm. So and That's it's, important. And it's silver. My watch is silver. I couldn't remember if you could get it in different colors, but silver was the one I picked. And generally, it's available in the UK. Is it harder to get in the States? I know you got yours off eBay, but does the site allow you to purchase them or the site does allow you to purchase them yes mine came from hong kong (laughs) it took him a while to get his took about three weeks which really isn't too bad Mm. but i like the fact that it's atomic i like the fact that it's solar and so when we fall back in a week or so next week i believe yeah it's that time again it's it's coming up pretty soon so it will fall back and i will see at three o'clock sunday morning what time it is and i've actually been up at three o'clock in the morning i set it as an hourly chime so it goes off every hour on the hour and for some reasons probably because it's checking the colorado time server radio wave that at three o'clock it does not chime does it actually make a chime like a chime sound or does it just announce the time i don't remember i know i've heard it but just announces the time Mm. so the, the term chime is a little bit of a misnomer yeah There's the alarm. Let's see if it does anything. It alarms. It alarms. And there you go. There's the alarm. Did you turn that off or did you I did. Press... Yeah. I, I pressed the time button, the two o'clock button. Now the question is, is that alarm going to recur tomorrow or is that a one-time alarm? Let's find out, because I think (laughs) if you hit the 10 o'clock button, it'll tell you. But you have to, again, hit it with your... Small pointy object. Yes. So the alarm, it's reoccurring at at, uh, 145, the alarm will go off, or 140, Mm -hmm. whatever time I set it for. I think it was 145. Yeah. So you would have to turn your alarm off and reset it in order to... Yeah. Yeah. So I must say that I am impressed with the watch. How much are they running on the website? $59. Okay. So for all this thing does, it's really not bad. And that solar charger thing really does work. It's just a little bowl that you put your watch in face down and and it lights up. It's an LED light and it charges the watch. And you, you visually cannot tell it's a solar powered watch. There's no solar panel on it visually that you can see and i think if i remember this correctly from a little bit of information i was finding out about these type watches really only about every 10 years you have to replace your battery yes a long time yes which is amazingly fabulous yeah because it is obviously running on a battery you're just charging it with sunshine (laughs) exactly so again the website is timechant.com and you can check it out they also have instruction videos on youtube for you to listen to and get a feel for the watch and they're done really really well yeah it seems like a neat little purchase and neat little investment and speaking of neat little purchases and investments you have another really cool toy that you recently purchased in fact you liked it so much you bought two and that was your samsung tv with complete accessible voice guidance 
Yes. The Samsung TV that I saw on Twitter from uh, Buddy Brandon. He was the one that introduced me to the Samsung TV, and I must say it is pretty darn accessible, although I found a remote app for it for the iPhone. And the app is 100% accessible, but it goes and it requests a pin from the TV, and that's where the TV fails. It doesn't play. It does not speak the pin. You can browse the internet with it. You can search through YouTube, play YouTube videos and things like that but you can't read the pin that comes up on the screen. I would probably say in that aspect that 90% of the TV is accessible. You can get in, change menus, read the guide, things like that. So is the pin necessary for setup? Yes. Mm. The pin is necessary to allow the app to connect to the TV. Oh, the app, right. So if you were just setting it up with its included remote. Correct. You wouldn't have to no. worry about that. No, the no, the remote is infrared. That's so cool. This um, this app, I just wanted to play with the app, and uh, it requested a pin, and it says your TV is showing a pin, and the only reason I know that absolutely the TV is showing a pin is because when it times out, the TV goes TV, like you're back in TV mode. You know, something like KNFB might work for something like that. It may, but it might also be showing what's playing in the background. So try. That's to... true. Yeah, I would really be shocked if it would, and it's only a four-digit pen, so I would really be shocked if it could do that. We were both kind of excited, though. I was on Facetime with him when he was doing the initial setup of the first one. We were terribly excited when when the setup was complete, and suddenly we were watching Sanford and Son, and we could find out what, what the episode was about. You can get the entire episode summaries. You can find out what's coming on. The TV guide piece is accessible. Channel numbers are read. It's very, very, very cool, and has a lot of neat features. The TV itself has a lot of neat features for a very economical price. So you <clears throat> will be hearing more about that from us coming up. So definitely stay tuned if uh, this is something that interests you. But if I needed a new TV, I would have one in a second. It also has Bluetooth. Oh, so, yeah, no, that's cool. So if you wanted to hook up your Bluetooth headphones or a Bluetooth speaker or whatever, you can hook up your Bluetooth speaker. It has an Ethernet port in the back. You can connect up to three HDMI devices. It tells you like HDMI 1, HDMI 2, HDMI 3, you know, when you're switching to the source. I mean, things that I've wanted in a, in a TV for 20 years are finally here. And if you want to be super lazy and to do what I do with my Apple TV currently, you can hook it up to a Bluetooth speaker. And since your remote is infrared, you can take your Bluetooth speaker and your TV remote into the bedroom, if you have it in your living room, for instance, which is where my TV lives, I could take it into the bedroom with a Bluetooth speaker attached and watch TV in bed. And obviously, I wouldn't actually be watching the screen, but I would be listening to TV, which is all I'm doing anyway. So <laughs> it, it could be very, very cool. Actually, the remote on the Apple TV is not infrared. It is Bluetooth. Oh, it's not? No, and oh. the way you can tell it's not infrared is because you can go through walls. Infrared has to be line of sight. If there's a person blocking the sensor, it won't work. Hmm. I would have to test that then because I don't know if my little plan would work after all, based on where my bedroom is in relation to my living room. So who knows? Well, it was a nice thought, though. Well, the Apple TV works, but the TV, your TV remote, I guarantee you, will not work. Yeah, aw. Oh, well, scratch that, guys. But it does work with the Apple TV if you want to try that little trick. <laughs> well, we hope you have enjoyed this episode of the Mystic Access 
podcast. And hopefully it won't be so long next time before we have another one coming out to you guys. We've just been very busy, and there will be lots to report coming up in coming weeks. So thanks for hanging out with us. We appreciate you as always. And, of course, if you want to get in touch with us, you can call us at 716-543-3323. That is our main number. Or you can email us. Info at mysticaccess.com. That will reach Chris and myself. That's another way that you can contact us and probably, frankly, the easiest way to get in touch with us most quickly. We'll be able to get back to you via email more quickly probably than via phone. So that's something to consider. And, of course, phone orders are always welcome. Do stay tuned to this space. Oh, and just a quick reminder that our news list is available. So if you want to be the first to know about new goodies and coupons and all sorts of lovely things, you can join our news list at manews-subscribe at mysticaccess.email. That's manews, the letters M and A and the word news, all one word, dash subscribe at m-y-s-t-i-c-a-c-c-e-s-s dot email. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. The preceding podcast is a presentation of Mystic Access, where the magic is in learning. To contact us, please visit www.mysticaccess.com. Call us, 716-543-3323, and press 2 to reach our Mystic Access podcast comment line. Email us at show at mysticaccesspodcast.com, and follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash mysticaccess. Would you like to spread the word about our podcasts? Please tell your friends and colleagues to visit us at www.mysticaccesspodcast.com. If you enjoy what you hear on our podcasts, feel free to leave us an iTunes rating and review. We certainly appreciate those. Also, you may feel free to use our podcasts in your own RSS feed. Just be sure that all of our contact information is left intact. Thanks for spreading the word, and thanks for listening. We hope that you have enjoyed this episode.